Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am doing a follow-up on the Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Bridal Showcase, which was held at the Walt Disney World Resort at the Contemporary Resort Convention Center. And I'm going to be speaking with several people who were able to attend, and we're going to share our impressions, what we thought, what was great, what could be improved upon, what we're looking forward to maybe when they do it again, if they do it again. You can also see almost 400 photos of the event on my blog, which is DisneyTravelBabble.com, and I will post a link to that in the post for this show. So you can maybe look at those photos while you're listening to the show and have a full sensory experience. So let's get started. I am speaking with Audrey Carmesino, who is getting married in February of 2014 and made the trip to Walt Disney World last weekend to attend the Bridal Showcase. Welcome, Audrey. Thanks, Carrie. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm very eager to hear what you thought of the showcase. Let's start off by talking about what got you interested in attending the showcase. Right. So last fall, I found out about the showcase just from various online forums, including yours, and I was newly engaged. Um, I had already found out some information through the passporter guide that you wrote, Disboards, and I thought it was a perfect opportunity for me to see what Disney had firsthand, considering that I was looking at getting married next February 2014. So I thought the timing of the showcase couldn't have been more perfect because it was actually the weekend before my 12-month mark. Oh, great. Yeah. Now, how far did you have to travel? Um, So we flew down from the Boston Mass area. So that's about a little over a three-hour flight. Okay, so not too bad. Um, And did you bring any friends or family members? Yep. So my fiance came with me, and then we also had another couple that came. Um, One is a groomsman and his wife came. Oh, that's great to get other people involved in the planning. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was good to have another set of eyes and ears just in case I missed anything. It can be very overwhelming, so it was helpful to have them there. That's cool. That's cool. Now, what were you most looking forward to at the showcase? Well, I'm not very good with design and envisioning styles and colors, so I was hoping that I would see some of the layouts that they offered. I was, of course, looking forward to David Tutara because I love his show. And then I was also looking forward to seeing like what the photographers had to offer, because that's one of the areas that you can choose an outside vendor depending on where you're getting married. So I thought it would be a good chance to talk to them and sort of size them up and see if their styles match maybe what I was looking for. And of course, just to be surrounded by the whole Disney magic and all the wedding stuff. Okay, cool. Did you have a chance to talk with a wedding planner at all while you were there? Actually, we didn't have to because what I did was I scheduled my site visit the day before So I had arranged with our wedding coordinator to actually do that. Since we were coming for the weekend, I thought I would get as much done as possible. 
and it worked out really well because she had told me that they were anticipating being very busy that during the showcase and she felt like it was better that I talked to her one-on-one the day before and not in the midst of people rushing in and trying to talk to them quickly. So I didn't really have any experience with that part of the showcase. Okay. Well, that's actually really cool for you because you got even more one-on-one time. Uh, right. That, that dovetailed nicely. And so were you able to do what you set out to do? Did you get to talk to a photographer or did that help you make your decision? Unfortunately, I can't say that I've made a decision about photography. They had a very large section for photography. The photography table itself was a little confusing because when we got in there, there was a huge line and I couldn't really figure out what was going on. And I finally figured out they were just taking pictures of people. So it was really hard to go up and talk to the actual photographers, but they had a lot of tables where they laid out their albums and they had a lot of displays. And I saw that you had posted some pictures of that. I thought that was helpful to see all the different styles, but I didn't really see any of the actual photographers. They left their business cards like on the individual tables and I certainly grabbed those, but I thought it would have been nicer if I could sort of talk to one-on-one. I did actually have a chance to talk to videographers, which I thought was really helpful because I'm not really a video person. I don't really know at this point if I want to go that route, but they actually took the time to talk to me about their different options, whether maybe just do a ceremony only. And they showed me these really wonderful clips. So I was really appreciative of the time that they took you know, for that. So photography was up in the air just because of the way that they had the layout. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because I did spot a couple people who I just happened to know were photographers. But like you say, they weren't really standing around like with a hi, my name is talk to me about kind of thing. And I also found that the it was great that they had all the samples of the albums, but there were no labels. So you never knew like, is this one for wishes? Or is this one for escape? Can I get this with my package? Or is this an upgrade? And I thought that could have been a little better organized so that people would know exactly what they were looking at. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, it was nice to look at, but it was not really like you said, labeled well. The other things that I I really got out of it was the food. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I am more of a food versus dessert person, but I, so I guess I'll start there. Although when you first walked in, the first thing you were hit with was the cake. Um, (laughs) so it kind of went backwards, but I liked the hot food the best. I thought that the pork was wonderful. And I noticed on the new menus that they have that that is an option. So I'm actually thinking about adding that on because I tasted it. And I felt like because we did get to taste some things that I could maybe narrow down my focus when I eventually do the planning session. Oh, that's great. I know I I read your post about your husband not liking the vegetarian um, bean cake one, Mm -hmm. but I actually thought it was wonderful. Um, Oh, great. The flavors were fantastic. I thought for a vegetarian option that you really couldn't go wrong with that. The other things I agreed with you on, the the scallops were a little, they were cold and a little rubbery. And the pressed shrimp, I was sort of a little weirded out by that because I didn't understand why they chopped up shrimp and squished it back together to look like a shrimp. (laughs) So I thought that that was a little odd. So I liked the hot food better. The cake, there was a lot of cake types there. So that was good. Um, a lot of tables for that. So I took pictures of all like the, um, table cards so I could remember what I tasted and I took notes as well. A lot of them were a little sweet for me, but I I thought it was nice that they had so many options and like the push-up pops and they had all sorts of like deconstructed different types of desserts. And then of course my favorite was the cupcake table. Ah, Um, yes. Which I think, you know, my fiance actually wants cupcakes rather than a cake. And after seeing these, I fell in love with them. I could not believe the designs that they came up with for these cupcakes. They were beautiful. 
Definitely. Yeah, they were little mini works of art. It's too bad we didn't get to eat them, but they were sure good to look at. <laughs> I know. I know. Other things I found really helpful, and at the same time, I was a little weird that they set it up was the DJ. It was DJ Miles. We went up and introduced ourselves after, but I didn't realize that he was an actual DJ you could hire. I just thought he was maybe someone doing the music. And, you know, I, I thought he was doing a great job. And my friend said, I think that he's the actual DJ. So we went over and talked to him, and he was really nice and took the time to talk and told me how I could ask for his availability. And so I thought it was good they actually had that. But there was no, like, sign saying... Disney music or, you know, it was just sort of like he was kind of in that back corner by the stage. So I, I kind of wish that that was maybe showcased a little bit more. Yeah, that's a good point. And someone I was talking to was saying, you know, maybe they could have had more DJs trading off. I don't know how that would have worked with the flow of the show, but that way it could have been like, okay, I've heard DJ Charles Miles. Now let's hear another DJ and kind of get a feel for what they offer. Right, because music is such an important part of the reception. And a lot of people are particular about what styles they like. So I thought that that was downplayed right. a little too much. And then, of course, the mother-in-law improv actress was wonderful. And I know that Disney offers a lot of that type of entertainment. So it was great to see like what they have to offer in case you want to do that, because she was really great. And then, of course, David Tutera. I thought he was a wonderful speaker. We had the same issue with the chairs as you did, with everyone putting their bags on the chairs. So we were struggling to find seats too, but I thought he was amazing. I thought he was such a good public speaker, um, just like he is on TV. And then I did also feel that at times it was a little awkward, like I was encroaching on someone's therapy session. Mm, yeah. Like, <laughs> with some of the questions they were asking, I thought it was a little weird, but I thought he was great. That's cool. And then you mentioned the table styles. Did you feel like you got a good overview of the different kinds of floral and decor that were available? The thing about Disney is they can do anything. So the displays they had were beautiful. I mean, and of course they were over the top. They were, you know, mega, mega pieces, tall, short, you know, fancy chair covers and bows and fancy settings. We actually were sitting at the rose table, the pink one, um, because okay. we didn't have any other seats. <laughs> and um, so I kind of got an up close look at the little favors and the little decoration. And, you know, I thought everything was beautiful. And I, I thought it was a really nice arrangement of style between casual versus more formal. I can't say that I got a huge in inspiration, like, wow, I have to have that. But it was nice to see what they could do. But again, I also think that with them, I mean, obviously I haven't done my planning session yet, but I would imagine that the sky's the limit, you know, of what you can do. So I, I didn't think, aside from just being nice displays, I didn't think that they gave me anything extra. The one thing that I feel like I really wish they had was when you first walked in, I wish they had a map of where everything was. Ah, yeah, good idea. Because when I first walked in, I was like, okay, where do we start? And then I saw the huge line for the cake table, which was confusing because then it really wasn't a line. It was just a line to see the flowers, right. the sugar flowers. So I was like, I just felt like it was a free-for-all and I would have appreciated just maybe having a little handout or even a, a stand saying, okay, this table's here, this table's there. I mean, obviously I was going to walk around the whole room, but it would just would have been nice to know. Because I, I feel like after I looked at your pictures, there's a couple things I actually didn't see. And I thought, where was that? Like, you know, and I almost feel like maybe it was in some corner I missed somehow because I didn't know it was there. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. So did any of your plans change as a result of something you learned or you saw at the showcase? Um, well, like I said, I think in terms of the food, there's a couple things that I'd like to put on the menu. So that I think that will help during the planning session that we can try something else maybe because we've already tasted a few things. Seeing what they can do with the cupcakes again was really fun. So I feel better about that, that we can 
really have these really beautiful cakes if we want. But I can't say overall it changed too much. Again, I'm really early in the planning process, but I think it was good for me because I did the site visit the day before. I think the whole weekend really worked out well. I got the most out of it that I could. If I hadn't done the site visit the day before, you know, I'm not 100% sure if it's worth making a special trip down there for if I live close by or if you are. I mean, let's face it, a trip to Disney is always special. So <laughs> obviously you're going to, you know, you're going to Disney. But if you're going to go down there, maybe do what I did and do try to combine a site visit if you're in that window, you know, because we did talk about some of the aspects of the showcase during the site visit. So I felt a little bit more prepared. That's great. That's a really good point. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts on the showcase, Audrey. I think you made a lot of good points and um, maybe even some good suggestions for things they can think about when they have another one of these. So thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Now I'm speaking with Kristen Samuel, who is having a wishes wedding in April of 2014 and also attended the bridal showcase last weekend. Welcome, Kristen. Hi. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm eager to hear what you thought of everything. First of all, what got you interested in attending the bridal showcase in the first place? Well, uh, like you said, our wedding is April of next year, and you can't really do a whole lot with Disney until the 12-month mark. Like, we had our site visit and all that, but until you hit 12 months, you can't do much with Disney, and you can't even do a lot with outside vendors since your date's not confirmed. So it kind of kept the excitement level up to be like, oh, well, here's something I can do. That's great. Yeah, that's a good point. And did you have to travel very far to attend? No, we live like 20 minutes from Disney World, so... Uh Oh, easy. That's easy. How many of you came along? My mother and my matron of honor, my best friend, Rachel. That's neat. That's really great that you could get your family and friend involved. Yeah. When you were there, did you have a chance to talk to a wedding planner? I had a chance to. I actually had set up the appointment, but when I went over there... I told them, I was like, I already had my site visit. Do I really need to do this? And they said, honestly, you've already talked about, you know, you'd be talking about the same things. So I saw that there was a walk-up line that people were having. So I was just like, go ahead and give that slot to somebody else that hasn't gotten a chance to talk to somebody yet. So I didn't end up meeting with anyone. That's interesting. Okay. So what were you most looking forward to when you planned to attend? I was excited to look at the cakes. Um, I was excited to try the cake. (laughs) Um, I was excited about seeing the Alfred Angelo dresses in person because I haven't gone dress shopping yet since my wedding's, you know, a ways away. I'm not a huge fan of David Tatera, but I thought it would be neat to see him, which, as we'll probably talk about later, ended up kind of awkward in the end. (laughs) But I was excited about it at first. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. (laughs) So just going off that first question, though, what aspects of the showcase did you find most helpful? I found it helpful to see what kind of cakes they could make. Um, There were a few I liked. For example, I'd never seen the retro cake they had, and I thought that was really neat. It wasn't helpful for me because I had already talked to my coordinator, but I really liked the fact that people could just go up, especially for escape rides or memories rides. It's kind of a chance to have not a planning session, but to be able to talk to someone face to face. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I'm hoping more escape rides and memories rides new to come this time because I think it does kind of seem like it's geared toward wishes couples. But because, like you say, memories and escape don't get that in-person planning, it's a really good chance to do some of that stuff. 
And so talk a little bit about your experience with David Tutera because you were one of the people who got to ask a question. <laughs> um, yeah. So my fiance, Jeff, and I talked about it and we just decided that for us, we're going to have a dry wedding for a few reasons. We drink occasionally, but it's not a big deal to us. So it's a money saver. Our wedding is at noon, so it's not really a huge drinking time. And there's some people that I love dearly, but if you combine them with alcohol, I don't really want to deal with that at my wedding. And the problem we've had is that with some of my friends who had dry weddings, and even already Jeff and I are getting some comments from people who are almost offended that we're not having alcohol. And I'm not great at just coming up with a graceful reply right on the spot. And I don't want to be sarcastic to people. So I thought, oh, well, David Tara, he knows wedding etiquette. He'll be a great person to ask about this. And so I was excited when I got my chance to speak. And so I, you know, explained the situation, asked him, what is a graceful response to people who were offended at us not having alcohol? And instead, he was just offended that we weren't having alcohol. So it was awkward because it was kind of like, you didn't answer my question, but you proved my point. Right. Yeah, I, I thought his reply to you was very flippant. And all I can think is that as someone who doesn't drink and has noticed that when you mention this to people, certain types of people get defensive about it as if you're not wanting alcohol makes them bad for wanting it, even though you don't yeah. care what they do. And it was almost like he was, I mean, he did make the point that he thinks that providing alcohol is a way to show good hospitality to your guests. But at least from the reaction of the audience around you, more mm -hmm. people seem to agree with you that as the bride and groom, you get to set the tone for the event. And if that's your choice, then your guests, they should respect that that's your choice. And, you know, as others have pointed out, you can't go five feet in Epcot without finding booze. So if they really need something, they should be able to find it. Exactly, because we figure we're providing, you know, a full reception and a dessert party at Epcot. So for a reception at Boardwalk, there's the ESPN Club, and for a dessert party at Epcot, there are all the countries. So if people really want something, they can get it. <laughs> right. So other than that, was there anything at the showcase that you felt Disney could have improved on? Yes. The gel cakes were strange. I was so looking forward to trying the cakes and some of their desserts were good. Um, the deconstructed chocolate covered strawberry that was amazing. I ate about four of them, but the cakes were this weird gel that wasn't even really a cake and it was just really disappointing. I wanted my cake. <laughs> yeah, so if I can describe this for the listeners, and I have photos on my blog, like I said, but yeah, it wasn't like you think of a slice of cake with frosting in between the layers or mousse in between the layers. They had these like mini self contained half spheres of cake that had this weird, like you say, this gel sort of on top. And so they had the two flavors, but it wasn't like what you were going to actually get at your wedding. So it was kind of a weird thing to sample. Yeah, it was very strange. And I didn't really like any of them. So I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And those of us who don't like our chocolate sullied with fruit couldn't find anything. So. <laughs> um, and then two other things I thought they could have improved upon is I know last time they did the showcase was trying the dresses on, and I wish they had done that again because you saw these pretty dresses, but then there was no real point to them. They just kind of sat there. Right. And um, the, I don't know if you tried it, but the Disney photography photo shoot they had, it was the most awkward thing ever. My mom saw the line was like, oh, you know, let's try it. I don't know what this is. And we get up there, and it was the most awkward Olin Mills 
1980s style portraiture I've ever seen. Really? And when you were done, they didn't even email the photos to you or anything. They just said, okay, thank you. And you never saw the photos. Wait, so what? I don't even know what the point of it was at all. <laughs> That's interesting. I just assumed that they would hand you a photo pass or something. And then afterwards you could go see your photo. Nope. They just said, okay, thank you. What? And that was that. <laughs> interesting. So th- those are the things that I, I think Disney should improve upon next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. So did you find that your plans changed as a result of something you learned or you saw at the showcase? Yes. First, it confirmed that we are definitely not using Disney photography because that's been my only experience with them and it was incredibly awkward. And the other thing, too, is Jeff and I were very adamant beforehand that we were not going to have a first look at our wedding. Um, You know, we just wanted to see each other at the ceremony. And then during the Dave Tatera thing, he talked about first looks and mentioned how a lot of times, you know, the groom won't even see the bride till she's already like right up there. And first looks can be a private moment and it makes the day flow so much. And I didn't think too much of it. But then Rachel, who uh, she got married last year, she looked at me and she said, you know, listening to him talk, she's like, I can honestly tell you that is my one regret with my wedding is not having a first look. And every point he made was perfect and we never had any alone time our entire wedding day because it was always around people and I was like that's a good point and the more I talked to more of my married friends they all regretted not having one so now Jeff and I are I'd say about 99% sure we're actually going to do it and we hadn't even thought about it prior to the showcase so that's really great to hear because I happen to be very much in favor of the first look for that very reason I felt like if Patrick and I saw each other from across the room and then we couldn't talk and say, hey, you look great. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. (laughs) It would just feel like we had a gag until the end of the, you know. And so we loved having our first look and it did allow us to get more photos and we completely eliminated the need for any kind of a pre-reception, although we still had one because I wasn't thinking clearly that we didn't need one. (laughs) So, yeah, well, that's great to hear that 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 really made that change for you. Yeah, that was probably the best thing I got out of the showcase. Now, this is kind of cheaty because you live right nearby, but (laughs) do you think it's worth making a special trip to Walt Disney World to come to a bridal showcase like this? I would honestly say it depends. If you're an escape bride or a memories bride and you really want some face-to-face interaction, definitely. Or if you have a realistic idea of what you're going to get. There were some things I wish Disney improved on, but overall I knew what was going to be included. But if I had gone there expecting to try on dresses and, you know, sit down one-on-one and have my full-blown planning session, all that, I would have been disappointed. So if you know what they're having going into it and you still say, yes, this is worth a trip, then sure. But if you're expecting a ton of glitz and glamour and having everyone falling all over you, you may want to reconsider unless you want to make a just a trip out of it. Right. Okay. That's a good perspective. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for sharing your insights and your opinions about the showcase on the show today. I think you've made a lot of good points and maybe we'll get some people interested in going to the next one if Disney decides to have one. So thank you. You're welcome. It was great to be on the show. Now I'm speaking with Allison Sandlin, who is getting married next year in the Italy Pavilion at Epcot, and we're going to get her feedback on the Bridal Showcase. So welcome, Allison. Thank you, Carrie. Very happy to help out today. So what got you guys interested in attending the Bridal Showcase this year? I am wedding obsessed in general, um, but of course planning our wedding that's going to be next year and having the Bridal Show just a little more than a year out, it just worked out so well with the timeline. It was a perfect time to go and see some extra things in person and 
hopefully get a, a feel for several different things that you can't really obtain over the internet. And it was just a, also a good excuse to go to Disney in February. But we learned that the first weekend in February is not a good time to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there was some sort of cheerleading competition or something. Cheerleading like competition. There were Brazilian tour groups. There was giant mobs of people. Yeah, it was interesting because when we had our wedding five years ago, that was a great time to go. And we were also surprised at how crowded it was. Yeah, it was really, it was, it was really bad. Now, you guys came all the way from Colorado. So was that a tough decision to make? I mean, that's a pretty fur piece. Oh, no. I work for Southwest Airlines. So we fly for free. So that makes it easy. And we also get industry deals on hotels and such. Oh, that's great. Okay. It makes it very affordable. And we have an annual pass. (laughs) So basically, you would be fools not to go. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So who all came on your planning trip? My fiance, Katie. My mother came and her parents came and so did her brother. But her parents and brother didn't come to the bridal show. It was just the three of us, Katie, myself, and my mom. Okay. So when you were at the showcase, did you have a chance to talk to a wedding planner? I didn't because actually when I first registered for the showcase, there was a little box to click, would you like to be contacted by a sales consultant? And I was like, sure, okay, why not? And then in the last week of November last year, we actually went to do a site inspection and met with our sales consultant. And he mentioned, hey, I saw that you registered and you said you wanted to speak with a consultant. That's essentially what we're doing now. So I had pretty much already done that. I see. Okay. So what were you guys most looking forward to at the showcase? It's so sad because I was so disappointed. I was really looking forward to seeing the Impressions Walt Disney World exclusive invite because their Disneyland invite was beautiful. And I've been talking to Shelly and going back and forth over the process. So I was really excited about that. I was hoping to meet people such as officiants or photographers, you know, officiants especially because that's a, a personality mesh. And I really wanted to talk to some people about hair and makeup because I was going to obviously be using vendors there for that. And I'm sure, as you know, almost none of that was able to be accomplished. But those were things that I was able to see. Oh, I did see the the new invitation, though. That's true. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that. What were the things that you felt Disney could have improved on or the things that you expected to see but were disappointed not to? I really wanted to see... Again, a lot more of those intangible things, things that you can't acquire through the internet. I wanted to talk to people who might be working my wedding. I really wanted to look at things that Disney doesn't provide, such as we wanted to see Men's Warehouse. They weren't there. I think it was all Disney vendors there, but it would have been really nice to also have vendors there that were of services that Disney doesn't provide anyway and things that you're going to need, such as dress steaming, makeup, hair, and nails. I know the Grand Floridian had their little spa booth, but they weren't very helpful. I found that it was just a pamphlet full of lots of very large prices. <laughs> I was also very confused that Impressions wasn't there because Shelly seemed to be giving off, you know, inclinations that they were going to have a booth there. And it turned out that the invitation was just in the little registration bag. So that was strange. Right. And I'm not sure what happened there. I actually got a comment from her on my blog where she talked about how she helped set up. I guess she did the, um, you know, all the paper products the, the that, table went, set, yeah. Yeah, that went with the table settings. But for some reason, I guess only Disney affiliated big corporations like Sephora and um, whoever the giant company is who does that Disney line of invitations. They were the only ones who were allowed to participate, I guess. Oh, I see. 
Another thing that would have been really cool to be there but wasn't would be other things around Disney because people go to Disney. They're not going there just for their wedding day. Unless they're local, that's not going to happen. It's going to be an event over several days. I would have loved to see like the cigar bar there, that the Fuego cigar bar. That's where Katie wants to do a little bachelor thing at. There's the new bowling alley. You know, just other places that are there in Disney that you could think about to get excited about the event as a whole. Right. And I can understand how they want to be able to control everything. And so having non-Disney vendors there might seem tricky. But if they have people like you mentioned, like the tuxedo place, they have these people on approved vendor lists, the officiants, the hair and makeup. So surely if they're good enough to be approved for their list, they would be presentable enough to be at the showcase. So that's a really good point. It, It would be neat to be able to talk to those people. Yeah, especially since it's something that Disney doesn't necessarily offer anyway, so you'd have to go outside. Right. The bottom line thing that I think would have saved a lot of disappointment, would have helped a lot with organizing and expectations, and that would have cost nothing for Disney to have provided, would have just been a vendor list. Just a list of this is going to be there, this is going to be there, this is going to be there, that's it. Right. Someone else mentioned it would have been nice to have a map. So you're like, okay, this is what I'm looking at. And that's what that table is. And Mm -hmm. I think those two would go hand in hand. Yeah. And I couldn't understand. It was like the night or two nights before they sent an email out and had the itinerary. And I'm like, woohoo, yay, information. I'm going to know more about what's going on. And I go and read it. It's like doors open at this time. Registration starts at this time. David Tutera speaks here. And here's the drawing. And that was it. Like I went to scroll down. I'm like, wait, wait, that's it? That's all you're going to tell me? Right. Right. So then were there any aspects of the showcase that you did find helpful? I enjoyed seeing the cakes in person. That was nice. The food, the savory food was lovely. It was really nice to try the pork and to be like, okay, good. Here's a carving station. And the food isn't dry or overcooked. It's actually really good. We were um, impressed with the food as a polar opposite as with the I think it was supposed to be cake. I would never have called those things cake. (laughs) You mean the little samples that were sort of gel-topped half moons that were... Yes. And as I was eating them, I'm like, okay, here's cute little like dessert tiny things to maybe pass around. None of them seemed like cake. Right. You know, others have mentioned that too. That's not what you're going to get at your wedding. So it's not super helpful as a sample. It's cute to look at though. Yeah, they were cute, but at the same time, it said cake tasting. I expected cake tasting. Right. <laughs> there was no cake, I think, in the you know generally accepted meaning of the word. Right, right. We loved the Mother of the Bride character as well. The Mother of the Bride character was really fun. And it would have been even better if they had maybe played up that, hey, we have these really great options you could hire you know, an actor to play this sort of character at your wedding. Yeah, that was almost like an insider thing. Like you and I and people who read the disboards and other people's trip reports know that you can have just about any kind of entertainer you can think of. And she is one of them. But yeah, it would have been interesting if that had been more explained more clearly that like, hey, this is a good example of something you could have done at your wedding. Right. Also would have been really great if they had in the registration bag or anything had a general Disney weddings pamphlet. I know you can mail away and get one. But it was a really great opportunity for Disney to put a lot of information in prospective brides' hands, and I felt like that was just lost. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, because I know when I went to the Disneyland Festival of Brides last year, they handed out this thick packet that was basically the first thing that you get when you sign up for a Disney wedding that says, you know, here are your options, here are the minimums, you know, things like that. 
Oh, that's fantastic. I would have loved to have something concrete and tangible. This is great information that I achieved from this showcase. Whereas what it ended up being, it was like, it was cool to see the blue dress. That was about, uh, I'm actually, it was really great to see our sales consultant, Joe, while we were there. And he, he is amazing. We, we just went up and talked to him after David Tutera spoke. He remembered our names. He rattled off different things we had requested. He was like, oh yeah, you guys wanted the Dapper Dance. And you were talking about the painting and you wanted to see this, that, and the other place. And we were just blown away by how much he remembered and we and how much he, he worked for us. So he's been wonderful. And we're actually in the process of emailing with him about how disappointed we were with the showcase. And I'm intending actually to request our money back because there was just no value for me personally, except for David Tutera speaking. That was cool. But I wouldn't pay $35 to go see David Tutera speak for 20 to 40 minutes. Interesting. So then did any of your plans change or did you get anything useful out of what you learned or saw at the showcase? We may or may not have a wedding cake. <laughs> Katie heard that question. She goes, yes, we may or may not have a wedding cake. She's very, very concerned about the cake. I promise, Katie, it will be like normal cake. It won't yes. be like you, what you had. <laughs> I keep telling her that I know there's an actual cake tasting and it's actual cake. Um, nothing, nothing changed in our plans from the showcase. And actually I was mentioning to Katie and my mom afterwards of, if that had been my very first introduction of Disney weddings and what they do and how they do it, I would have severely second guessed having a Disney wedding. Now, luckily I'm a research fanatic and I've been informed. I've read your book, Carrie. I've been on the boards. I'm on the Facebook. So luckily, I know that that's really not an example of what Disney does for your wedding. But it would worry me about people going there and having that be their first experience. Maybe I should have mentioned that I do have a degree in event planning. I don't work as an event planner, so I'm not that much of an expert. But that is where my college training is too. And and so I know what it takes to put on an event. I know what can be done. And I know what it looks like when it was put together last minute. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's a good point. You know, maybe you had a different perspective. Yes. It, it was a, it's a burden of knowledge. <laughs> but in short, no, nothing changed in our plans as a result of the showcase. And then I, I pretty much know what you're going to say to this one, but do you think it is worth making a special trip to Walt Disney World for one of these showcases? For this one specifically, no, especially since it took place on such an incredibly crowded weekend. However, there's a definitely a, a lot of potential for things they could do. I mean, if they had a wedding planner speak and talk about, you know, an overview of the process and how to get started, a little bit more things that you can't get over the internet, maybe even people from the Kids Night Out program. Um, there was a pamphlet about them, but the caregivers, if they were there, maybe that would be awesome for ideas of how to handle the children at your wedding. There's just, there's a lot of things they could do. And hopefully if they improve, I would say yes. <laughs> go. But if it's like it was this year, I'd say definitely don't waste the time or the money. Pick a low peak time <laughs> and go and talk to your sales consultant because that's going to be a lot more helpful than a showcase like this one was. Interesting. Okay. Well, cool. Thank you for sharing your experience on the show today. I think you've made a lot of good points and some suggestions and it'll help anybody who's maybe considering the next time one of these comes around. So thanks for your time. Thank you, Carrie, and I hope it could be helpful for some other brides out there, and it was lovely talking to you. <laughs> Likewise. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. 
You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.